Well, welcome back to the show. And you know what show it is because you clicked on it, like we say. I'm Joe. Jen's here. Ben is here. Lene will be here. And we are joined by a great group of ladies, uh, Janet, One Thumb L, and Shannon, and also Catalyst, who is also a very hot lady. I can't get any more hard. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I forgot to uh, shave my beard today, but usually if you catch me when I'm all done up with my makeup on, it's a lot better. You yeah. don't even have to do that anymore. In no. this day and age, you keep the beard and the dick and you can right. Yeah, you put a little rouge on. Mm-hmm. A little you just got to think it. <laughs> There's no more. I can't believe it's not better. We just let them know right out the gate. You just have to feel your inner woman and then it's fine. And everybody should respect that and call you by your pronouns. Because that's just how we should do things now. Catalyst is a dude, though, everyone, for the audio listeners. If you can't tell by his voice, he's had 30 something years of testosterone coursing through his veins. So he does have a, a bit of a lower voice than your typical female. But who are we to judge? Hi, guys. Hi. You're making me horny. Oh, yeah, horny. Like yeah. N- mixed nuts. Yeah. So, Anything what's going on, guys? <laughs> it's been a while since we've uh, got together and Catalyst has never actually joined one of these, but we ended up calling our group chats balls. I don't know why. <laughs> we mostly just talked about poop on it. And uh, the very first show we did was all about poop, but it wasn't gross. I mean, it was gross, but it wasn't, it was very scientifically gross. It was, you know, analytical about your shits. And Educationally then, gross. Yeah. And we did Fact. something else about, uh, Oh, the Gerson method and all that stuff. So is there anything else you guys have been working on lately or anything in the health field or who wants to start? We'll let anybody take the floor. It's open forum. Ooh, Lord, I've been you. diving. I've been diving straight into some frequency medicine and it is blowing my mind. Um, so I have a biofeedback scanning device and now I just added some terahertz wands, um, which is essentially medbed technology in your hand. Um, I am not allowed to say that I blow people because that's kind of what it looks and feels like as a hairdryer. So it like blows hot air on you in a light, but it's a terahertz frequency that's actually really um, healing and it restores cells, it regenerates cells at the cellular level. But I really think it's hilarious to say, I got to go blow my mom or I got to go blow this person. And my kids are like, mom, no, you got to stop. So yeah, I, I wand people now. So I have been heavy into the frequency world and um, amazing, amazing things are happening. So that's what I've been doing. So what nice. do you use that for? What kind of healing? Like Absolutely everything. So um, it because it, it hits at the cellular level, this is a quantum energy device. So it's going to go like finite levels. So um, the frequency actually gets about 20 to 30 centimeters deep. So um, you might have, I don't, I don't know how many people really study Hippocrates that much, but um, he once said that if you, if there was a way to heat the bones, you could cure all disease. And this device gets as deep as bone. Like you can actually hit bone marrow. So um, a lot of people are um, showing testimonies of getting rid of the C word that I'm not going to say, you know, because fact checkers really? and stuff. Um, yep. Uh, they're getting rid of that diabetes. Um, losing weight, there's circulatory issues, there's um, lymphatic stuff um, that it's healing, Age, it reduces aging or, you know. Um, so is this it, because certain centers or is it like just private people like you really exploring new medicines with it? 
both. Um, so there's a home version, like a classic home device that you can get, but there's also one for clinical use that you can actually use all day long. So it's just about hmm. the motor um, and how long it can run because you can overheat it pretty easily, but you essentially open the energy centers and the energy pathways through the body, and then you focus it and there's specific directions that you um, spin the the one so like counterclockwise or clockwise does different things because of the atoms and the way that they spin and that does um that promotes different types of healings so and you do have to do it it's not it's not an overnight miraculous like holy shit kind of a thing because if it was y'all would have heard of it um but it's something that you um definitely can you can see the difference in repeated use so um when when you use a frequency device like that, you have to make sure that you do it regularly so that because you're training your body to, to carry that frequency and hold it. So it's essentially like retraining the neural pathways in your brain with right. affirmations or meditations, things like that. Um, kind of the same thing with a frequency, but this is terahertz frequency. So it is lower than infrared. Um, but it's um, higher than radio waves and, and whatnot. So for those scientific nerds out there, um, and that doesn't really mean anything to people in terms of healing, but it has been regrowing tissues, um, regenerating organs that are not said to regenerate or, um, you know, so we know the liver does to a point, but it's literally um, doing some pretty crazy, miraculous things. So have you guys tested it on people with thyroid issues yet? Yeah. I've been putting it on mine because I have a history of thyroid in my family and um, my aunt has a, it's a benign um, lump and she's had it for a really long time. My mom has a smaller one. My mom's even got something on her pituitary that she has to get checked every single year. So I've been working with them on it. The, I don't have the results to tell you like if my aunt says she can feel that it's reduced, but um, until my mom goes in for her scan, we won't know if that gets rid of it or not, but that's the measurement tool. So um, we'll just kind of keep doing that on her. So far, um, my dad has, um, you know, like, I want to call it uh, device neck, but it's where your neck is kind of your C7 is a little mm. bit rounded. A lot of times it's now because of our devices and we're putting our heads down and stuff, but it, that runs in his family. And I put that wand on him for maybe 15 minutes and I, I literally watched that straighten right in front of me. And so he held that for like about two days um, and then wanted me to come back and, and do it again because he had to go to a meeting and take notes and he, he just didn't want to hurt. My parents are in their mid seventies. And so I, I came back and um, wanded my dad. I don't want to say I blew my dad, but you know, I did. Um, <laughs> you blew and wanded I know him. this group can handle it. So I'm going to say that. Um, but again, like, he, he said every single time, he's like, I feel like a million bucks. I cannot believe this. So my parents are going to get a device so that they can use it every single day. Question with so, that. Oh, oh sorry. Uh, is there a minimum time after doing something like that that you should wait or a maximum effectiveness? Yeah. Like Great question. Um, so what they say is they, they want, there's always a limit and there's always too much, right? So everything in moderation. Um, and I will tell a funny story attached to this that I heard. Um, so technically, you should not wand more than two to three hours a day, but you should separate that by about four hours in between. So if you if you wand yourself for up to an hour, um, then they want you to wait about three to four hours before you do it again. 
Um, so, and then don't do it more than three times in a day. And just like anything, frequencies, you can overdo it. And I don't know if any of you have had biofeedback frequencies, because um, L, I think you have a, a scanning tool as well. Um, but that's, I have another frequency device that actually targets specific organs and such in the body. And I have had people tell when I run their scan, they get hit really fast and hard with some um, lethargy because it's a lot because it's aligning it's it's bringing what's out of balance into balance so um, when you they also say do not shower for up to four hours after you have this because that will even disturb the um, the frequency the other thing that I do with this wand regularly and I have been noticing a lot of differences I wand my water and they call it restructuring the water so when you um, put the wand over water, it only takes about two minutes for a, about a gallon. It has to be in glass, um, can't be in metal or plastic, um, maybe because of the heat, but really it's the frequency of what you're doing to the restructuring of the water molecules. You don't want to get any other kind of molecules in it. And I suppose that because it's, um, it's basically irradiating the water, in a healthy way. It sounds like a scary word, but it's not. It restructures the water molecules so that your cells absorb it better and can you can hydrate a lot quicker drinking this water. So I do that to my, my pets. I have three dogs. I do that to their water. I um, have a gallon jug now on my counter that we, that we use um, to drink our water because restructured water is going to help you not only, it's, it's a conductor too, you know, so when you're wanding somebody, they're drinking this water prior to and during and after and that's supposed to help because water is a, a superconductor and so it kind of helps the frequency stay but then it gets into the cellular level and your cells drink it in really quickly so it makes your water better so what is the actual uh thing the wand is doing because i've heard a lot about this lately but it, it's mostly to do with tuning forks and hit, hitting the tuning forks and we actually mm -hmm. we were at a store a year ago that had all these different kinds of tuning forks. And I was pretty interested in it, but I don't know what the fuck I'm doing with it. So what it, what's the difference between that and the wand? What's the wand? Um, I think it's it's the frequency, um, the terahertz. It's not megahertz and not just regular hertz. It's terahertz. Um, I'm trying to find the informational page. I'm just going to read it to you because this is the fairly new technology to me. And I um, using it is going to be the best the best source of, you know, like, does this work? What the hell is this thing? Do, you know, so far, what I'm finding is that this, this thing is amazing. Um, let me just, I got it here. Let me just pull this up and I'll read it to you. So you can understand a little bit more about um, what it is compared to other frequencies. Okay. So what is terahertz energy? It's electromagnetic radiation in the frequency range from roughly 0.1 terahertz to 10 terahertz corresponding to wavelengths from three millimeters down to 30 millimeters. Raise your hand if this makes any sense to you. Like this is a lot of mumbo jumbo, but maybe somebody out there knows. Such frequencies are higher than those of radio waves and microwaves, but lower than those of infrared light. What's the difference between terahertz and infrared? Terahertz waves have lower frequency, lower wavelength, lower quantum energy, and lesser heating issues. Um, what are the benefits of terahertz? compared to other electromagnetic wave bands. It's harmless but powerful. It can penetrate most organ organic substances. It is absorbed by water, and they said it's the future of medicine. I completely agree with that. Um, is it safe to use on humans? It's harmless but powerful. 
More and more research is now being done, but so far no one has given negative testimonies. Terahertz radiation is non-ionizing and is considered to be safe for humans at low frequencies. Um, so let me get to the part of what it actually does to your cells. So essentially what it's doing is it's getting into the cells and repairing the structure. It's repairing the cells. So rather than a, a mutated cell, like a copy of a copy of a copy and kind of, um, that's age, like think about it as aging. It's, it's entropy. It's kind of getting worse and worse and worse. It's this like is ben. actually he's the fifth child. He's a copy of a copy. So he's yeah. <laughs> degraded. <laughs> You're an original Ben. Um, but essentially what this does is it repairs the cell. And in some cases, because it fights free radicals and like just nukes them, you, you can actually blow it on your face. It gets rid of age spots. It gets rid of um, wrinkles. Um, I jury's out cause I've been using it on my face a lot. So I'll tell you, I'll let you know, cause I'm almost 44 people. So we'll see. Um, but that it basically is rejuvenating your cells and regenerating it. So when they replicate, it's healthier and it's replicating into he more healthy cells. That's kind of the nutshell, uh, response there. Well, what I was kind of wondering though, is it, is it battery powered? Like what, can you hear a sound no. out of it? Yes. Um, and I can run and grab it and show you guys it. Um, it is literally like a wand. It's just a straight wand. It's got a quartz crystal, uh, end on it. And when you turn it on, it literally sounds like a hairdryer. It feels like a hairdryer when it's on, when it's blowing on you, it's warm, um, air, but then you'll also see a blue light. Dermatologists have been using blue light for a really long time to help with acne. So this also helps with acne issues. It kills bacteria on contact because of that blue light. Um, and it heals. So, and if you have, they don't want you to put it like directly over like a, a cut or a wound, um, just because of the heating potential, but scars, it will help get rid of scar tissue. Um, and it actually turned a scar that I had that was pink from a scratch that I got. It, it's gone. Like, I mean, this, you can kind of see the scars still there, but it's now flesh colored. And that's just since I've, I've had it in the last few weeks. So it's literally just repairing tissue and what regenerating. What um, it's, it's called iTeraCare. So is there a big difference between the like clinical version of the machine versus the at home version? Like, how does that differ? Um, it's the same Hertz. So it's all 50 her, um, terahertz that you're, so it's the same power. Um, but the clinical use is, is built to last all day because you're using it. You're essentially using it on patients or clients like all day long. So right. it's never going to overheat and shut off. The one that you get for home, they're they're thinking you're only using it on your you know your immediate family or a couple of people versus like eight to ten plus a day. Um, mm -hmm. So it will it has an automatic shut off feature after about forty five minutes to an hour, just so it cools down. And then well, and after that, about fifteen minutes, you can use it. Okay. Yeah, that's really smart for yeah. them because if there's a minimum, maximum, and a wait period, this stops them from you know being told by somebody who falls asleep with it on their f fucking dick. For whatever reason, like yeah. I didn't know I had to turn it off. It does not grow those, by, by the way. Okay. Well, I still I mean, want to see your battery-operated magic wand. Okay. Um. Oh, I forgot to tell you the story about the time frame too. So there was actually, and I can't make this up, guys, because I wouldn't. I wouldn't have this kind of creative potential. But there was. Um. So they say do not put it directly on implants of any kind. So um, any kind, my dad has a pacemaker, so we're not going to put it directly on the pacemaker, but I can go anywhere around the area of the pacemaker. And that means any kind of implant. So um, if you have breast implants, 
you just don't want to do that. Um, a lady literally put them on her breast implants for 90 minutes. They Holy don't even shit. want you doing it for longer than an hour at a time. So she went over well over the maximum, like at one time. And I think she melted them. And so she had a little problem. Uh -huh. So you gotta, you gotta also not be an idiot and you have to be able to follow directions because you have to remember that with frequencies, in many cases, less is more. And they do say take a break every like three to four days because they want you to use it every single day and maintain that high vibration because it will actually heal your immune system because it helps circulation and all of that. So it does improve immune system. Um, I had, I started to get some symptoms in my tonsils the other day. I was just blowing on those. Like I got nothing. It just went away. Like it cooked all the crap out of them. And, um, you know, so it, it, it does everything. I, I don't know. They just say, put it on your body. You don't have to know the protocols, just put it on the body, but you have to know that it's working. You, you have to believe that it's working because with frequency, intention is huge. Um, it's essentially like meditating. You've got an intention, right? Or prayer. Or if you think about somebody halfway around the world and you're like, God, I wonder how they are. I hope they're doing okay. And they pick up the phone and call you and you're like, what the hell? I just was thinking about you because your thought traveled and that thought is intention and energy. You had the intention like, hey, pick up the phone and call me. And they did. So we have to start thinking about how we are constantly projecting frequencies in the form and shape of our thoughts and imagery. Um, mom brain is something I like to call um, where like moms have these really vivid and I used to really vivid images about their kids getting injured or getting hurt. Well, we can actually bring on negative things to our children because we're vibrating at that and putting that out there. And that's what's, you know, light goes out and finds like and brings it back to us. That's the law of attraction. This is all frequency and it all works like a frequency does. So less is more when you're doing it. Do it for 15 to 20 minutes, then maybe do that a couple times throughout the day so that you can learn, your body learns to hold it. But after a while, your body will just expect it and stop functioning on its own. We want, as a naturopath, you want the body to be sparked to life so that the body takes over and does what it needs to do. And this is kind of helping the body do it because we've got um, environmental stuff that we're fighting against all the time, the stuff in our food we're fighting against all the time. So this wand is like our helpful tool, but we can't just let our body not do anything forever. We can't let our bodies go on vacation. So we're just reminding the body how to function, but we're also giving it an opportunity to take the healing rest because you know, rest is super important. So um, I, I noticed the biggest difference when I took the day off from it, um, when I take the day off and then the next day, it's like, oh my gosh, like I, it's like a huge leap from, you know, like I'll do it every day for about three to four days. And I'm thinking like, this isn't doing anything. Then I take the day off. And the next day I, I can tell immediately because your body's resting and your cells turn over and repair. Voila. And, and it's, it's working. I mean, there's a lot of really cool things this is doing and we don't know everything yet. There's still um, scientific experiments and stuff being done on it with it. We've got a testimonial group of people that just keep reporting some really amazing things that they're doing. They're healing their pets with it. So, yeah. So how do like Ellie and uh, Janet coming from a more mainstream medical background, 
what would your devil's advocate response to this kind of woo shit be even though i love it like what like the from your mainstream medical background what would the the answer to this be placebo is that what they chalk it up to just is this is this uh like back when i was retarded before i knew about yeah yeah like do you want me to Okay, so if it was back in the days where I was completely fully indoctrinated, um, I would say bullshit. Uh, there's no way this is going to be helpful or healing in any way, shape, or form. Don't believe it. Need to see proof. Need to see studies, of course. Trust the science. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, so my viewpoint on that today is definitely different than what it would have been when I was still practicing, for sure. Yeah, I mean, mine would have been pretty similar back then. Uh, the only caveat would be is I know when I had some of my broken bones and they wouldn't heal, they did literally prescribe me like an ultrasound device that I had mm -hmm. to like put on my skin for a certain period of time because mm -hmm. the frequencies would help stimulate bone growth. Right. So. I would be like, okay, like maybe, but I wouldn't uh, necessarily believe that it was a med bed type uh, mm -hmm. situation. I'd be like, okay, like maybe like broken bones. Cause I've heard of that. I've had a prescription for that. Um, but everything else I, I, I wouldn't believe obviously now it's different, but back then that would have been my line of thinking. Right. And what you had, was it kind of like a tens unit type th situation? Um, there was one. So I've had, I had two. There was one, it had like a little uh, black magnet, I guess, with like a spiral cord, like the old telephone cords mm -hmm. attached to this machine. And I pushed a button um, and I had to like leave it on the skin over the broken bone. And then the second machine was like almost like a Doppler wand, like they were going to do an ultrasound. And I had to like hold it on the broken pelvis, the bone that wouldn't heal. And that one hurt like a motherfucker. Mm -hmm. The arm didn't hurt. The pelvis, that was <laughs> a whole nother story. <laughs> oh, my God. But that it's was like the only thing that I'd heard of. That's kind of like it to it, too. It's kind of like a tens unit and don't turn it up too high. Um, if you've never experienced uh, being shocked before, it's a bad idea to go too high. <laughs> yeah, this I don't think I could change the settings. It was just like on and off. Like it was pre-programmed. Mm -hmm. It was like dummy proof and it had like yeah. a certain set time. And I have one of those Ellie. So when I broke my leg and this was back in 2010 or maybe mm -hmm. 2009, but the doctor gave it to me and he gave it to me for free because my insurance wouldn't cover it, but he fully believed in it and said, this is a bone growth stimulator. You want, it was the same. Yep. You described yep. exactly yep. what I had. I wrapped it around my leg dummy proof. You just press a button. There was no setting to turn it up or down and yeah. you leave it on for like 30 minutes or whatever. And then it turns off on its own too. You don't yeah. even set the time. It, it yeah. does everything, but he was fully believing in this and he knew that insurance wouldn't cover it. And he trusted it more than anything else. And was like, I'm going to give you this because this will help you. Cause I had like a spiral fracture in my leg and he was like, you this, need this. Surgery. I did think the, the, so the, yeah, they, they helped both times. So the first time they did it, um, was because the bones had stopped growing together when I had the frame on my arm for my surgeries. Mm -hmm. And so they're like, 
we're going to try and do this because we don't want to have to do a bone graft. Like that was the option. Mm-hmm. I don't think insurance covered it either. Cause that was probably back in like 2004 was the first one. And then I think the insurance company did cover it in 2014 for the pelvis. And it was just, I think more common practice at that point. Cause they're like, yep, this is what you need. Um, and this will help. Like there was no question on whether or not it would help. So, and that's, and that's true because prior to that, the only thing that was approved by insurance were implantable bone stimulator devices, which I had one of those. Um, I still have the wire pack in my back, but (laughs) they didn't remove, they removed the actual device, but not the wires that go along with it. Um, but yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't covered by insurance because it was a portable device. So, so. they have in, implantable versions of those. So I yes. wonder if this, this thing that Shannon's talking about, if they can get like an implantable version of that, then people with like pancreatitis and stuff that like won't normally regenerate itself. I wonder if that would help out with stuff. What she's describing, it sounds like you wouldn't need an implantable one because it mm-hmm. would get deep, deep enough into the tissues right. Right. and putting anything into the body, in my opinion, not as not a doctor, right. That isn't meant to be there. Your body will eventually reject it Correct. because it's yep. not meant to Correct. be there. Um, and for surgery, for scar tissue, things like that, that's going to just cause more disturbances in the body and mm-hmm. more things for the body to heal. So I personally really like the idea of an external device that you don't have Me to too. put inside. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's Me why too. a lot of birth control devices are really fucking with, with women right now, because yes. they're, they're alien substances in the body mm-hmm. that are dosing the hormone, which is also not real anyway, either. Right. But mm-hmm. the body um, in many cases works to reject it so hard that people develop autoimmune diseases from that because the body ends up turning on itself in, in some cases. And um, so I a hundred percent agree with Elle on that. Like you don't want to, I don't want anybody cutting anything out of their body. If, if you can help it, if right. you have a trauma and you're, you know, like you have to get your spleen removed because it was, you know, whatever um, eviscerated fine. But if you, um, if you have a choice, like for example, gallbladders, Okay, you have a gallbladder fit. It, it comes on for a while. It's not. It's not typically an overnight thing. Um, right. Maybe for some people, but I don't think so. I think there's the signs, and maybe you just didn't see it, or you thought it was indigestion or something. But I, I have a cleanse that gets that gets rid of the gallstones and the liver stones. You never need to lose your gallbladder. So mm-hmm. that one frustrates me. When women are like, "Oh, I just wish that I could have a hysterectomy," I'm like, "What?" is the matter with you? Like you do not want to do that stuff because you think it's going to make it easier not having a period or whatever they've promised you. It's going to actually fuck with your hormones mm-hmm. for life. And then you're going to be on the fight and you're never going to be the same again. So that's my number one thing. Please don't cut anything out of your body unless you absolutely have to. Um, but then also just like Elsa, do not put anything inside your body to you know, no robotics. We don't want, we don't believe in a microchip guys. Like we don't want to be microchipped and we don't want any alien devices in our body. So, um, external device, here's the wand. You grabbed the wrong one. It's a wand, my people. Are you ready to hear it? It doesn't vibrate. Okay. It just literally sounds like a hairdryer. Ready? Oh no. Ooh. Okay. Good I'm so, healing you all right now. 
Nice. Through the camera. Uh, how? Do you feel the heat coming from my undercarriage? <laughs> from the um, okay, so we have so pictures this, of that, by the way. <laughs> this is my. Uh, so this is the. Now, not all of them have this, but this is the way it comes. This detaches so it fits in the little mm. box, but there is a quartz crystal inside of this. Oh. I'm trying to get it aimed properly. It's just a hollow looking tube, but there's a quartz crystal in there. So for when the motor for, for what? For like refracting it? To before... carry the frequency. Okay. Yeah, mm -hmm. it, um, it amplifies. So quartz crystal amplifies what is around it. So you know how some people hold crystals when they meditate. Right. It's to hold intention and to amplify that so that you, it, mm -hmm. it is more powerful. Um, so that's actually what's driving the frequency in it. And then so, I bought two wands. So this is the at home for at home use. And then I bought the mid size one because the classic <laughs> is the Cadillac and I'm saving my shekels. So question with that, then would it would it be recommended or would it be bad? Or do you think it would make a difference if somebody was blowing you with that and you held with the intention in mind two crystals? Would that help or what? Yes. Yeah. Um, in fact, you also can use essential oils because essential oils um, are liquid light. Mm -hmm. And so that is also a frequency. And um, the oils also amplify with intention. And that's why when um, and I'm not kidding, I had a I have a friend on the whose area daughter... that you're doing or just. In general? <clears throat> yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there was a, a friend of mine, her daughter had gotten a hairline fracture on her ankle and they went to the walk-in clinic. They took an x-ray. They saw the hairline fracture. She literally put an oil on it called Valor, which is, um, it's, I call it the bone oil because bones like a really low frequency. It's a healing thing for bones. Um, and so she put this Valor oil on her daughter's ankle and she was a, she's a Christian believer. So she just put her hands on her daughter's ankle and said, be healed in Jesus name regardless of what you think, this is just the story. Um, and then they they had to come back at a later time to get her casted for it. And they took another picture quick just so they could identify right where it was and the fracture had gone. In the, and it was three days. It was three days time. So it can happen that way because those oils do carry a certain frequency. And when your intention is focused on it, because where we fo what we focus on grows, so if your intention is be healed, then that's the power. That intention is power. And, it, you know, a mother to a daughter, there's no greater power, honestly, of, of intention. I think being a mom, like I know you want your kid healed. And so, you know, there was a lot of power packed behind that. Now, if they had this thing, it probably would have healed it on the spot and they could have taken the picture right away. And who knows that it didn't heal right away, but the oil alone did that. So, yes. Um, I actually have my crystals here too. Um, and when I am meditating or doing my brain tap, I hold them because they hold frequency and, and intention and amplify that. So you have a greater effect typically. So what I was wondering when I was asking Janet and uh, Ellie about this is not to be devil's advocate, but kind of um, if it's all about intention and it's really the intention that's curing things and helping you, what is the purpose of having a blow dryer with a crystal on it when you could just do that with your mind? Is it is it like a trigger? Because I've just just to you know provide some context here. I understand when you're meditating or doing anything like that, 
certain things help trigger that state of mind, like incense or candles or something. It's not the incense, candles, oils, or whatever that you're using that actually do the trick. It's your brain, but those things can help you get into a state of that intention and amplify your your will or whatever. So is it really the the hairdryer or is it just your intention? I think it's a, com- I think it's a combo um, because what, what you're talking about with the meditation and everything, your brain is, has got to get to a certain frequency. And that's what Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about a lot because he measures the, the beta, the alpha, the gamma, and all of the brain waves that a person goes through on their way towards that, that uh, unified state, as he calls it. And you don't really have, I mean, meditation, yeah, it's, it's, it works for people who know how to meditate properly. Um, but how do you know when you've reached that level of frequency that you're at the point of healing yourself? Do I think people can spontaneously heal themselves? Absolutely. You can absolutely get there with nothing but your mind. Mm-hmm. But in, if you're not super trained in the art of meditation, or there's a lot of people that don't really buy into that either, um, then when you can explain scientifically that there's a frequency that is focusing on that particular area, that and with continued use, people are seeing miraculous things happen, that tends to make them more of a believer. Um, it it does help. Effect, right? It's like the people giving sugar pills Perhaps. to somebody with cancer and they heal and then because they so, believe that the sugar pills are helping. something similar to you though, babe, like that. It seems like the machine takes the intention and amplifies it enough so you can have the tiniest little wish or hope and it's are doing all of the work for you in a sense. Yeah. Yeah. It amplifies it and it's, it's power um, that focused power that you're putting on it in the form of a frequency and this specific type of, it's like 528 Hertz is the DNA repair and the frequency of miracles. People have a lot of things happen when they're kind of soaking themselves in that music. You guys know, well, maybe you don't, but if you don't, Music can absolutely heal. Um, mm-hmm. Just the the solfeggio scales. I mean, this is like ancient wisdom that there are chords that actually heal. L, I don't know if you're. Um, I think you have the AO scanner, but um, whatever one you have, it it does sounds right, like chimes and and chords mm-hmm. and things like that. Mm-hmm. Mine does as well, and one called a nogier, which also um, is the actual note. So like the nogier F. Um, there, every note ha- carries with it a certain healing frequency. And, you know, to your point earlier, Joe, the, the tuning fork, it is the same exact thing. It's a frequency and a sound. So when you focus that, in fact, I've got one over here somewhere that is for my pineal gland because it decalcifies the pineal gland because of the rate at which the vibration occurs. What you have to remember is that as an organic computer, we, if you, and you got to dial this way down because what I'm talking about with this is quantum. It's very easy to say that you don't believe in it or that it's not this functioning. You know, it's very easy to say it's placebo, but I'm not talking just up to the atomic level. I'm going deeper and we're going to quarks. I mean, it, it's even smaller and more finite than atomic level that this is working at. So just because, you know, what people say um, was a miracle in the Bible or what, whatever you call it, a miracle is only something the human eye cannot detect the change. It doesn't mean it's not actually happening at some happening at some sort of cellular level, but you got to go quantum, which is the most finite that anybody's ever gotten. And they don't know a hundred percent a lot about quantum at this point, but that's what they're really studying now. Uh, it's like different dimensions um, that plays into because those are all different frequencies different places that you go. So if we are in the third dimension, 
as a fleshly person, the higher that you take your, let's say your meditation, the higher the vibration and you expand that awareness, which is greater frequency. And you're talking getting up there in the 800, 900 hertz range to really open up and expand your awareness. That's when you elevate to fourth and fifth level dimensions. And as the last I read, they had discovered up to 24 dimensions. There could be more than that. I, I, I don't really follow that as much. But my point being is like our atomic and cellular level, even at the even more finite, finite than that, everything is spinning. Um, and it, it kind of boggles the mind because if you look at your hand, you, you think your hand is solid because you can't push through it. But if you look at your hand through a microscope and you keep drilling down and getting bigger and bigger and getting the macro happening, you're actually going to see there's so much space between all of the atoms and molecules of our substance. You go, well, what the hell is keeping it together and making it like dense? It's energy, energy and like the pushing of all of that together is holding us together to where it actually feels like a substance. But when you really look at your hand, there's nothing, I mean, it, you can see right through it, which would explain in many cases why in the Bible, Jesus could walk through walls. And he did check it out. Cause he did. He walked through a crowd of people without people seeing him. There's so many different things, but it's just the human eye, which is third dimension cannot recognize a change. So I, I know this is a long, winded point but i'm gonna back around here because frequency affects the rate at which those atoms and molecules and quantum substances spin and the higher the frequency you can't you can't hold disease so when you're shooting somebody with a higher frequency right now add your intention add oil whatever you got to do you're you're amping the vibration so high that it's literally making dead cells fall off or regenerate because it is, it is vibrating way too fast and hard and high for any kind of entropy or negative vibration or dark low vibrations that are not healing to the body. Your body can't hold it when you're kicking it with some high octane stuff. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, it does. Do you think that people have figured this, this out before, like Tesla or any of the uh, you know other previous yes. uh, geniuses? Not Einstein. I don't think he was real. Tesla. But like well, people like Joe, Tesla, they Tesla figured that out. You, you've seen yes. the experiments where people have been like, if you play, if you say nice things to plants versus saying mean things to plants, the plants that you say nice things to, they grow better. If you mm -hmm. split an apple in half and you talk, say nice things to it, it won't rot as fast as the apple that you say mean things to. And that's yep. a really easy way to visualize frequency and how the frequency and the vibration of our voice can affect something living. Because that's something that we can see, that we can test. And mm -hmm. so what can happen is if you're constantly saying, let's say bad things about yourself or you're self-deprecating, oh, I'm so stupid, I'm this, I'm that, I'm whatever, that becomes internalized. And think of the inside of your body then as that rotten apple. And so that can then cause disease or we've all heard of generational trauma and it kind of follows the same lines and it's, Quantum can be this really difficult thing to wrap your head around, but the easiest way I found to picture it is like that rotten apple or those plants. If you're saying nice things versus mean things too. Well, and there's, uh, I saw this the other day, or I think actually you sent it to me. Yeah, I think you sent it to me. It's a chamber that they found in Malta that they call the Oracle Chamber. 
that was considered a healing chamber because if you sat in a specific spot and chanted, it would reverberate the sounds at, I think it was 111 Hertz or megahertz. I don't remember what it was, uh, some kind of Hertz. And they would consider that where they would sit for healing uses. And it's going back where they are not sure how old the chamber is. Um, if you listen to things about um, actually a lot of recent things that came out about Egypt, there's the idea that they used sound and Lene brought this up the other day as well, that they use sound to actually move the objects much like a uh, telekinesis. Uh, no, that's, than, that's, that's yeah. definitely proven that you right. can do that. That's so if you can use large mm -hmm. structures like that, or you go to Stonehenge and Stonehenge has gaps in between these very specific um, stones, which also reverberate sound. It, there's a lot of those different things. You can go uh, on the ancient apocalypse. They went in uh, Quebecly Tepe, I think it was, mm -hmm. where they found multiple circles, much looking like Stonehenge that appeared to be for a uh, ceremony. And they're guessing that along with not just getting those things where they are, but also the purpose of having them that was uh, for sound. Well, even cathedrals, right? When people were right. sick, mm -hmm. you would go to a cathedral to be healed. You go to church to be healed. And if you've gone in a lot of like the big old cathedrals, the sound in there is phenomenal. It's like nothing mm -hmm. you've ever heard in a modern day building. And if you look and at the dome, it's got like those honeycomb resonant resonators on the inside mm -hmm. of it too. And there's some, you know, I forget what church it was, but if you stand in certain spots in these cathedrals and you sing it like echoes back at you, right? Mm -hmm. And so that's people, I think to Joe's point, they knew that sound could heal. They knew right. that frequency could heal. We well, just, and they've, for they've whatever those, reason, we forgot. They've had those water healing centers too. I mean, yep. for for a very long time because water's a very good conductor. And we've known that, and they still use that technology today, even in modern medicine. That is how they break up kidney stone clusters and things like that <clears throat> is through, you know, uh, lithotripsy, which is basically shooting sonographic waves through water because it carries that energy and breaks up the stones. Yeah, but that's going to, if you figure that out and you can break up kidney stones with sound and playing a song to your kidneys, that's going to take away from all the little pills they want to give you or the surgery mm -hmm. they want to do. So right. when Shannon was saying earlier, if this was a crazy overnight thing, we would have heard about it. I would <laughs> yeah. disagree because uh, I think that would mess up a lot of fucking, uh, right. you know, uh, profit structures that are happening. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Joe. Right. I thought the same thing. Yep. Well, and there's been a lot of natural scientists, alternative scientists, these people that come out with things like, you know, Shannon's wand or whatever that uh, get suicided or have these accidents mm -hmm. and, you know, it's, or they try and patent it or they can't, or someone buys them out and, or steals your research or steals your research. <laughs> or they're just going to convince you that it's a placebo and I'm a quack. The person that told it to that you too. is a quack. Right. You shouldn't believe what they're saying because we have been, we, our society has been brainwashed on mm -hmm. the current medical complex that that is the only way. And you all know the story of that uh, with Rockefeller and the whole pharmaceutical monopoly that they created mm -hmm. with the med schools and everything. They don't want you to know about this kind of stuff. That's right. I, I, I would also agree with you. Sure. They don't want you to know, but they allow us to have it. I mean, they're not shutting it down. However, what they do is they get the FDA to lock you down. So I'm not allowed to tell you that it cures. 
I'm not mm-hmm. allowed to tell you that. Now, if if I am cured of something, I'm allowed to go and say, hey, it took it got rid of my diabetes or it got rid of, you know, whatever the ailment was. I can tell you my story, um, but they they don't want me telling stories of other people's healings or cures. So Mm -hmm. I can't claim to cure. I can't claim that it does all these miraculous things. But pretty funny. I mean, there's a whole group on Facebook of people giving testimonials of what this wand is doing. And it's incredible stuff that you would never believe. Mm -hmm. And they've got protocols for a lot of it. Right down to hemorrhoids. Weirder is that you can. Uh, oh, hemorrhoids! Yeah, it's a good one. Uh, <laughs> you can you can uh, advertise on TV during a football game that this pill does a certain yep. thing. Right. And sidebar: there's a couple things you might die, you might shit out your ass, you know, whatever. But that's fine as long as it cures this one symptom that you have. And have fake people mm-hmm. on there acting. Yeah, that's pretending fine. that yeah. they were fake actors. This. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and, and natural. Natural stuff, and Shannon knows this, if you talk about oils or these wands and you use the words, and not just cure, but pain, you can't say the word pain, uh, you can't, all these different words that you can't say, and if you do, they will come either after, the FDA will either come after you, the company, or both, depending upon how big your following is and, you know, how viral mm-hmm. the story goes, um, and they've taken down companies because people have said, this cures blank, and mm-hmm. they'll just shut you down. Well, right. uh, yeah, because I don't know if you guys have seen. Didn't cure. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, dude. I was just gonna uh, tie this uh, into something that's happening, like uh, in real time, is in Thailand with the princess. Have you guys heard about what's going on over there? Well, yeah, this is she- actually this is yeah. actually pretty huge. So, what the doctors over there were trying to say is that she had um, a meningitis or something that was totally curable with. Um, with like anti- antibiotics or something. And there's been this doctor that's been blocked in multiple countries for speaking out about his research of what the Turkey baster has done to everybody. And so the King of Thailand is like, yo dude, I want the real fucking answers. Like Pfizer is lying to me and my people come to find out like, that's exactly what happened to his daughter. So the princess is uh, vaccine injured. And so what's happening is Thailand is actually, um, they're trying to nullify it so that Pfizer has to pay them back like millions and millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. Yep. But and they wrote they that protection into their it. stuff. I thought, I thought they, they didn't be sued. They did. If you accepted their products, you couldn't be, they couldn't be sued. Yeah. And that's they protected part of the, themselves. That's part of the reason that all these emergency acts ended. And now conveniently they all got added to the childhood schedule because now they're all protected instead of under the prep act, they're protected yep. under the national, uh, childhood vaccine injury act so th- they can never be sued that's why that Can't was touched. done yep right well what does nullify mean void no, that's, so, that's a breach of their contract that means they sure as fuck can be sued right but y- you would think so right but this is a trying to go against pharma is trying to very much go against goliath except david doesn't win because he doesn't they have will, a or a sling. <laughs> yeah, like they, they got nothing. They will bleed you. You can be an entire country. They will bleed you with lawyers. They will bleed you in legal battles. And I'm sure that part of their contract says that you have to, because their headquarters is in the U.S., that you have to go to the U.S. court. You can't go to Thailand court. And it's going to be this long, drawn out thing that nothing's going to happen to Pfizer. Maybe they get a fine. They've had fines before, but nothing's going to happen. Like 
Th that's not how this works, unfortunately. Right. It'll get strung along in mm -hmm. litigation until either people uh, exhaust their funds. Yep. And should they ever actually have a case with substantial evidence, they will put the dollar amount on a settlement so high that it's almost impossible to not do it as a human. And then as soon as that happens, you sign an NDA so that yep. none of it ever gets told. And if it is now they sue you back. It's like right. they have they have the perfect and system what is, of, of catches. What is litigation? And but what is litigation is, anyway? It's it's smoke and mirrors. It's interpretation absolutely. of the law. So they right. know that the final hit on all of what you guys are talking about is what's up here. If we yeah. just tell them, like we can make it sound and spin the story, spin the narrative to make them believe what we want them to believe. We can make them believe that this is bad. We can make them believe whatever it is. So if they don't, you know, if they do keep pushing back and they have the resources to push us in court and that's not working, we're going to spin the narrative to ruin them. And, right. and so that's the final, that's the final mark on it is they know that the mind is the most powerful thing. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And, and the, I mean, blackmail, anything's off the table. And if I, I would not be surprised if they somehow push too hard, uh, world yeah. leaders have been taken out because they didn't agree with us politics. Right. Pfizer absolutely. could absolutely mm -hmm. do that because Pfizer is in bed with the U S like, mm -hmm. well, bed. Fucking Pfizer is the one that wears the pants in the house. Exactly. So it, to, to think that anything will happen to Pfizer, in my opinion, is a joke. Right. No, I, agree. I agree. I think at the end of the day, if those people showed up, declined every single settlement, showed up to every court hearing and was like, OK, I'm here. I'm ready to go at the end of the day. If Pfizer knew that they were done, they would just disappear them somewhat somehow. Yeah. Agreed. Mm -hmm. yeah, it, Agreed. It's memory hold like everything else. Anytime something like that, that, you know, something crazy like that happens where somebody has disappeared after a big thing, it's so memory hold. And the next big thing is brought out, you know, like, oh, now the big thing is UFOs being shot down all over the fucking place. Oh, okay. Well, what's that distracting from? Again, here we are, you know, 2023. What, what are we looking at? What I want to know though, uh, Shannon, especially is, uh, what do you think the effects of this kind of thing with the, the frequency stuff? Like, is there stuff people can do at home? Yes. Without, without yes. the blow dryer. I'm, <laughs> I'm not, not trying to demean the blow dryer, but your, your silver bullet master. There's a lot. Sure. Yeah. No, can you, can you play like <laughs> I haven't tried that yet I, because I don't need it <laughs> internal. You know, we talked about the internal device. I don't need that. Um, right. Yeah. Now, if you've yes. you got like hemorrhoids like you were talking about, can you play Beethoven to your butt? You don't want hot air on your ass is what you're saying, Joe. You don't Nonsense. want me to blow hot air on you. Um, table. I'll try it. Okay. So um, there, there's quite a lot of different things that people can do. Um, Number one, I, I believe that essential oils, as long as they are pure, 100% pure, and you have to be really careful with that because pure to me is if the company owns their own farms and makes it themselves and um, quality checks it all the way through and they're not buying any product from China, the number one cancer rate in the world is China. So if you're buying anything from there and you don't have all of your testing methods in place, you're not pure in my book because I'm a little bit of a pure and I'm kind of a snob about if you couldn't tell. So do your homework. Pick pick something pure. I don't care what the name of it is as long as it's 100% pure. If you're using that, that is a frequency tool. Tuning forks are also a frequency tool. You can go on to Spotify and you can just listen to music and, and bathe in it all day long if that's what you want. Um, 
there's going to be levels and speeds of healing. Um, if you are just starting and you don't know what the hell you're doing and you're like, but I'm going to do this, like you're going to have to do some research and learn how to get yourself um, amped up on the meditation thing so that you can really understand. Cause there's a whole breathing process that goes with it because of the way the spine curves. And I mean, it, it, it's not easy to just sit down and think, Oh, I want a million dollars and you get a million dollars. It's not that simple. I mean, there's a, you have to really focus and um, you're, so this really all comes down to a lot to intention. Do you believe it? If you believe that your Western medicine doctor is more correct because of science, then I can't help you. I, I just can't. But there are a lot of people that know there's an answer out there and they know that there is something other than what their doctors are telling them. So I am currently getting my PhD in integrative medicine. And what that means is instead of the linear approach that Western medicine takes, where it is diagnosed, you get a set of symptoms, diagnose and treat with pharmaceutical medications. So chemicals, that's just a linear A to B line. What I do is multidimensional because the human body is not just a body. There's a spirit, there's a soul, and there's a body. It's a three-part structure. So what I'm looking, if you don't pay attention to the, the electromagnetic field of a person, which is six feet out in all directions, think of it as a six-foot bubble like Glinda when she floats down into Munchkinland. Social distancing. Favorite movie. Yep, yep, um, exactly. They don't want relationship with people. That's why they made a stand far apart so that our, we can't even cross fields because my vibration will affect people in the room. Uh, I, I've watched it from my, for my whole life. And I used to get pissed because I used to say, I, I can't have a bad day because if I have a bad day and I walk in a room, it brings everyone down. And I, I used to hate that about myself because I'm super intense. But what I've learned is how to channel all of that passion and that energy into intention. I learned about emotions that they are just another advocate. So emotions are chemicals created by the organs in our body that also carry frequency. Now you can use them to help you or they can pull you down into the pit of self-pity and they can destroy you. I was raised to not learn how to handle emotions and how to use them properly and to manage them. Well, my path has taken me that direction. And I think there's a reason for that because I believe everything happens on the spiritual and emotional level first, and then the physical body follows suit. So there's, there's a whole myriad of things you can do. Emotion code is um, something that I can, I can do emotion code sessions for people where I literally remove emotional trauma that has been blocked. It's blocking the energy pathways in the body. Once you remove those, your body can like breathe again and, and maybe even heal itself because you've got so much blocked energy from, you know, your parents calling you fat or, you know, whatever it is. However, you take something in. If we are not taught early on how to handle those emotions, it, it goes in and gets blocked and stored. And um, this is my this is my little tool. This is about the size of a blocked emotion. So if you've got blocked emotions somewhere, they're about that size. They're about the size of your fist. Okay. So think about all. Topper. And by gay, I mean like <laughs> happy and fun. Like happy. I know. It's like a firecracker. It's like a snowy firecracker. Um, but I, I like to show people the size of that because honestly, when you can visualize and then you think, oh shit, I've got so many layers to this onion. I am an emotional onion. Um, you know, they say that the human form is a house plant with complex emotions. It's true. Um, the emotions, though, are wrecking havoc in a lot of people. I have pulled emotions out of people that have healed chronic pain for good. 
they don't have it, it never returns. So that's, that's one thing that I can do. Um, I can do hypnosis as well. I can do, this is all part of the stuff that I'm doing in my PhD program as well. Um, but now I've got these wands, I've got the biofeedback scanner that uses the, the frequency of your voice and turns it into certain algorithms and it will literally detect everything going on in your body, organs, um, your electrical sensitivities, food sensitivities, it shows your aura so you can see how your energy looks. If it's muddy, it's stagnant energy. Um, and then it'll tell me if you've got a thyroid condition or issue. Well, I shouldn't say condition. It tells me if there's something misaligned in the thyroid or any kind of the glands. Um, and there's mind, body, and uh, spiritual. And so that's kind of what it reads when it takes your picture, your name, your date of birth, and a sample of your voice. And it and it's very accurate. It's really scary accurate. Then I create a set of frequencies that I play. And those are created specifically for that person. So regardless of where I am in the world to that person, it will affect that person. And that and I have had everyone that's like been far away from me when I've run it. They have told me that they have felt something the exact moment that I ran their frequency set. So um, I don't know if I'm really answering your question, but there's a lot of different things that you can do at home. Um, Elle touched on the water thing. I cannot stress enough to drink good, proper water. Um, and even restructuring the water like I've been doing with this wand is so important because your cells need it. But if there's so many chemicals in it, your cells are not absorbing just water. Um, I mean, this is like m making our water as if it's coming directly from a pure mountain stream. And um, there is no such thing anymore. Mm -hmm. So it's like if we can restructure the molecules, our body responds better. Um, and then frequencies, which um, prayer and anybody who believes in a higher power, you're getting that um, you're getting those downloads, if you will, like that little voice where I don't know if you've ever had a thought where you're like, damn, that was good. And I know that wasn't me that thought that wherever you're getting that, that's because of a frequency, you know, and and our pineal gland is the receiver. And if our little if our little crystals inside the pineal gland are calcified, we're not receiving that frequency. Everything in the world is about frequency. Absolutely everything you do. So yes, there's there's infinite things you can do at home. Good nutrition is good frequency. Well, yeah, that's that's a pretty I mean obvious to us because we've talked about this for a while now. But Jana, I saw you kind of nodding your head when I when I was talking about doing things at home. What's your what's your home method besides um, the writing wand? <laughs> My wand is in my drawer. Um, <clears throat> for me, of course, everybody that knows me knows this. Mine is through food and spices and herbs and stuff. So lately, what I have been on a path doing because I have some um, awful things going on with some family members right now. Um, so I have been crafting specialty teas for different uh, with different herbs and things for for to target specific things that are going on with my family members and they have had like a huge dramatic change since doing those things that I gave them so that's been my focus lately is you know working in the herbs and the um, essential oils and all of that stuff to make 
um, not only the teas, but tinctures and, and things like that. So that's where my focus has been lately. Nice. What about you, Ellie? What, do you, what would you recommend for people besides playing Be- Beethoven to their butthole? Because that was my go-to. <laughs> I mean, so we could talk about, I, I have the devices that, you know, cost money and all the oils. I, I, I'm an oil freak, like all the things, right? But sometimes I know when I was first doing this, I'm like, I if I don't have all the toys and all the things, then I'm not going to get better because all these people have all this expensive shit and they have all these things and that's how I'm going to heal. I think Shannon's comment of water is really important. Good, clean water, good, Mm -hmm. clean food, like really watching what you put into your body is a really great place to start. And I know that sounds super simple and super boring um, because the wand looks like a shit ton of fun, but (laughs) like... (laughs) And I don't have one, damn it. I know. I don't have one of those. That looks like fun. It looks like a giant thing, a uh, lipstick. Like it's a great color. Um, but starting with that at a base level, you know, uh, the solfeggio frequencies on Spotify or mm-hmm. YouTube are a great place to start. Um, What's that called again? Solfeggio frequencies. Okay. And um, I just want to say real quick, um, Elle and I had talked about this before on a show, but there are different frequencies for different things that you need in your body. Yeah. And so you can look those up per specific whatever. Yeah, I mean, um issue. Get a salt lamp and put it in your house for the mm-hmm. negative ions. Go sit in a salt room for a bit. Uh, most places I'm sure there's one with, at least with an hour of everyone. I'm going to guess go sit in one of those things for an hour. Like all these things are super fun, but mm-hmm. if you're just starting out, don't get overwhelmed. Don't try and buy all the things. Right. If you're putting shit into your body, you could have all the toys and it won't help and it won't help. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. Uh, Catalyst, any closing comments on all this? Uh, you've been just kind of intaking all this, so output some shit. What do you think? Actually, I had I had a question. Um, so we were kind of talking about like the cathedrals, and um, you know, Shannon was talking about uh, the healing frequencies, and I find it very interesting that they taken out um, the bell towers, what was inside of them, and a lot of people say mm-hmm. that it had it had mercury inside of them and you always find water around these places too, along with like the, you know, just the structure itself. So everything about these was for healing purposes. And I'm just curious, like, what is the healing purposes of this mercury? Why have they like they've totally banned it? Cause if you remember like back in the day, it used to be like on your walls, on those little things, you could take it off. And I used to play with it as a little kid, just like, you know, like what I'm talking about. Um, thermometers. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Blood but pressure I, cups back in the day used mercury as well. Yeah, I so mean, I'm it, curious. It could, like all it, these things put together, you know, and like, could we have just walked into these rooms and walked out completely healed? And like, we're just starting to figure this out with these wand things right now. I mean, I think that's entirely possible. I know. Um, so I was raised Catholic, and they have like these things called grottos, where typically they are there's water nearby. They're in a specific stone shape with specific stones. Mm -hmm. Uh, People claim to go there and be healed. Um, I think they absolutely could. Am I telling people to go ingest mercury? Absolutely not. That's not what I'm saying. Okay. (laughs) Just go get vaccinated. (laughs) 
that's a whole nother thing. Um, it's a joke. There's mercury in those, yeah. Right, mm-hmm. right. Aluminum, all, all those, all that fun shit. Um, but they, I think they absolutely could. I think different parts were taken away. I know people talk for the bell towers used to be rung every hour on the hour, and how in t- supposedly in towns where that's still done, there seems to be less. People seem to be happier, less violent, things like that. Is it true? I don't know. Like, but I think it could absolutely be true. Yeah, it's really weird. Around Thanksgiving time, uh, I was driving through my hometown um, in Northern California, and we used to have, like, bells everywhere um, on our old school churches and stuff. Because these are, like, old, old towns where, like, they're pretty much just been left alone and normal and I noticed that when I was going home for Thanksgiving, that all the freaking bells were gone out of the buildings that would originally have them. And it's just another thing that they're slowly taking away that I'm wondering if there was like healing purposes to these things as well. I don't know. I just, I was, my mind started going when you were talking about all this stuff. So of course I'm like thinking of Matt and his research and stuff. So. Yeah. yeah. No, that, well, a lot of this I... has, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead, Jan. I was just going to say a lot of it has its root in ancient wisdom. I'm reading a book right now that is mind-blowing, and it's The Genesis 6 Conspiracy by um, Gary Wayne. And I I mean, this is a slow read, and this is literally a magnum opus. I cannot believe how good this is. But what he's talking about is uh, all the way back to Adam and Eve and and the whole story of what happened and how it happened. And the gender, like he's explaining it in greater detail than I've ever heard it before. It agrees with everything I've ever been taught, but in greater detail. And he's talking about the seven sacred sciences, which are arithmetic and rhetoric and geometry. And so what God originally taught Adam and what he intended with and gave the secrets of the universe in, um, because God wanted to give that to, to humans Lucifer did not like that because he wanted it. And the angels who are a completely different breed, um, they're not human, they're angels. So they're a different race altogether. They didn't think that it was cool that Adam or the new humans, you got to read it to really follow this. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm trying called? to get to the point. Um, the Genesis six conspiracy um, by Gary Wayne. Okay. It's, so brilliant um it literally tell it it's the origins it's the origin story so my point being all of this is ancient wisdom and it talks about antediluvian and um so before the flood and post flood and how the nephilim um, showed up how they were still there after the flood and he then talks about this whole seven sacred sciences how it got perverted And what we are learning in the schools now is the perverted version. So when you ask, you know, did they know this? Did they, you know, what, why is this gone now? Yes, they did. Um, Back that far back, 6,000 years ago or whenever that was like, cause the calendars are all messed up way back then they had all of the answers and there were good answers. And then there were the answers that were basically a fuck you to God. And so um, what got carried through was unfortunately the bad version there were two Enochs and the bad Enoch, the evil um, is the one that ended up bringing it into Egypt. The pyramids have a connection there and so on and so forth. And we're still learning that shit today. So when you ask, you know, did they have this before you guys know about Tartaria, you guys know how they were able to literally take just out of the air, the electric, um, the electricity out of the air, bring it down a certain type of metal to create heating for their homes. There was no paying for heat. You just 
got it out of the air and it conducted through metal, certain types of metal. I don't know how far you guys have really dug into that, but it's amazing. They had that technology. Where is Tartaria now? We don't know because the mud floods and, you know, it like all of a sudden mysteriously vanished. So there were a lot of different civilizations over time. Yes, they had the technology. It doesn't look like our technology. It doesn't look like phones and computers. Our technology has a completely different face, but I'm going to tell you, we don't know a lot of what they knew back in biblical times. Biblical times, they had a lot more knowledge, even if they didn't have electricity and they didn't have like technology in the form of computers. They knew a lot fucking more than we do now. So I do believe that it's all connected. They knew all about um, solfeggio. I mean, God created it. It's there's there's symbols, there's shapes that also support it. Um, I'm trying are, to. Is that what that's called? The mudras or something? The the hand symbols you do? Uh, I think so. Oh, that's that's Jewish. I think that's the Jewish culture. Um, but I'm talking more like the. I wouldn't say they didn't have electricity. I would say that they harnessed it in a completely yeah. different way. Fair enough. But they don't have it in the way that we do with like plugging things into the wall and, you know, cause they didn't live in homes like ours. They didn't, it looked different. And so different, like every time there was a fall of a civilization, they had to rebuild. And we are another iteration of that. And I, I keep saying that we're about, we're headed for the second fall of Rome here. Um, and then it, civilization will have to rebuild again and they will figure all of it out eventually. But the answers are there and they always were. So um, I think all of that that was done with the purpose as far as like building cathedrals in, in the, it's the pyramid shape. Um, there's also a gal, if you don't have, if you never heard of her, she's really, um, she, she came out of the, uh, I don't know what you would call it, but um, uh, the elite group so um the satan worshipers she came out of that she was supposedly a very high position and got out and um, her name is jesse zaboter if you have not heard of her um you should look her up and listen to her there is a podcast where she's on a lot and she drops some bombs she talks about the shape of cathedrals she also talks about how when you see three churches in the same area and they're kind of in a triangle shape that mm -hmm. was on purpose but it was not for good um, it was it was set up for Satan worshiping and, and the occult. And that's what she was right thick in the middle of. So she was being trained to be one of Satan's mistresses eventually. Um, so there is some good to it, but there's also some bad. Now, healing is used by both good and bad, right? Um, I mean, they she said that they would punish her and they would hurt her, but then they would use this supernatural stuff that they knew to heal her quickly. So even if you did go and tell somebody, there's no proof, no scars, no bruise, there's nothing left. So I would recommend even listening to her because she came out of it and she explains that exact thing. Um, but they did know about it and they still know about it today. And that book, the Genesis 6 conspiracy, start, talks about the masonry, the Freemasons and where it got its start and the Brotherhood of the Snake. Oh, and and that's it, it started from Adam and Eve times before that even so Sh shannon what i would say too is if you haven't heard of it uh there's a if you have to the other people if, if you guys haven't or to the listeners um there's a great series right along those same lines called the eden series by uh paul wallace paul wallace talks about the start in almost the exact iteration that you were talking about with the nephilim the watchers how they yeah. purposely took out the apocrypha the book of enoch and what exactly that all meant now he comes 
I'm not going to spoil it, but he comes from a different angle um, on his explanation. But most everything that I've heard, because he used to be a priest in the Catholic Church, and then he decided he decided that he was going to go try to disprove other religions. And what, <laughs> as inevitably has happened with many researchers in going boots on the ground to these both indigenous tribes and large uh, religious sects in different cultures and countries, it was the exact opposite. He ended up going, holy shit, we have been lied to our whole lives. He goes all mm-hmm. the way back to uh, the uh, the basically global crusade that the Catholic church went on from about 800, starting with the Vikings all the way through 1250 and how that when the original Bible got canonized or into what it is today, prior to all of the different translations and whatnot, they had decided that, you know, they're going to take out all these books because the ones that they had chosen, I think it's 66 in the Bible or something like that. Those all fit the same narrative that they wanted done because back then religion was also law unlike a lot of what you have today where there is a sep- or at least what America used to be of separation of church and state that was for our protection it was the idea that you could practice a religion aside from law enforcement and state government because of what they were coming out from because it was normal to have the religious leaders who were also the only literate ones they held the power because knowledge is power they have the books they're the only ones that can read them they're the ones that would make the law and they would do it based on obviously religious moral values uh, Paul Wallace goes into all of that. I highly recommend it. And I was going to just real quick say that the difference in the perspective, which I appreciated that you shared that because that sounds like it was from his personal perspective of going around to different cultures and religions and putting that all together where um, Gary Wayne is coming from is very, is much more um, academia. So he's going to mm-hmm. take all of the books. Um, he's going to take the ones by Josephus and um, the Quran and the Bible, all the different versions he takes all of the historical books at the time. And he has re so all of this is footnoted. I mean, this is a magnum opus. I'm telling you, it's like 800, 900 pages. I just looked this it up book. <laughs> oh my God. It's incredible though. You guys, it's seriously like, it's like eating a steak dinner. It is so good. Um, and it has, I I'm sludging through it. I'm like on chapter 13 and I'm loving every second. Like I'll read a paragraph and have to think about it for a day. But, um, his is very much put together from just, academic like the books that he's read and he pieces it all together it's impressive yeah and then he's on book two right now uh more of the spiritual and personal yeah and less academia i mean he he does go into tying how you know 36 different religions they all have a flood story um they all have different et stories they all have all of these different stories and he matches up all the similarities and then says okay so let's weed out the chaff uh, that maybe yeah. is a personal religious story or facet. And let's look at all the big pictures that all of them share and then find what the actual narrative is that they drew those from. And of course, you know, those delineate over time. That would be really cool after I read this to to do that then and see how, yeah, how close, because that's, that's very awesome. One just has like super detail and the other right. found it through personal journey. That's really cool. I like that. Yeah. Well, that is a fucking great way to wind it up. Uh, everybody go get the gen, uh, gen, jam, fucking fuck, Genesis, Genesis. <laughs> uh, Catalyst, we'll start with you. Where can everybody find you and all your shit? And I'm going to be going on his show uh, again here in a couple weeks. So what's going on with you? 
Uh, yeah, dude, I'm excited for that show. That's going to be a fun one. That is going to be a conspiracy locker room and that is going to be fucking fire. And then, um, you can find my videos on Rockfin, and audio is, I suggest going to iHeart or Apple and I am not found on Spotify because those assholes don't like me. <laughs> oh, fuck them. Fuck off. And Ellie, where can we find <laughs> speed bumps and all of your wonderfulness? Uh, speed bumps on all major podcasting platforms on Instagram. I am one thumb L O N E thumb E L or speed dot bumps dot podcast. Awesome. And Shannon, I already know yours creative light 16 on Instagram and mm-hmm. are you still doing the coffee thing. I can't find um, it's in it. Not so much. Nope. I'm okay. trying to sell that business now. Oh, okay. Is there yeah, anything else? Yeah. You my mind can only my mind can only handle so much, yo. I am like on this frequency journey. Yes, I am at creativelightwellness.org. And then on all social media platforms, I'm at creative light 16. Okay, perfect. I did get that right. Perfect. You did. Uh, Jeanette, mm-hmm. Where can we find your lovely ass? You can find my lovely ass with Shannon's blowing me behind. No. Just <laughs> kidding. Uh, you can find Deplorable Nation on every podcast platform out there. You can find me on Instagram at Deplorable Janet. You can find me on Twitter at No Janet, K-N-O-W. And I don't have videos anymore. So there you go. Can't find oh. those anywhere now. Mm-mm. Well, fuck. Well, this one will be up uh, on ours. At oh, least. wait, wait. And on actualactivist.com. There you go. Nice. Forgot about that. All right. Well, thanks, everybody. Uh, Thanks, everybody who's watching on video, which I'm not sure where this is going to go. This might be medical misinformation. So I don't know if this is going to go on YouTube or not, but it'll be on Rockfin. It'll be on Rockfin at least. (laughs) And uh, also audio, of course. But all right, guys, have a great night. Thank you. Appreciate you.